guess what decision we're about to make. Horrible decision. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to another episode of Horrible Decisions. Looks like we're breaking up. Sit closer. Uh, no, I think this is just fine. This is just fine. Hi guys. I'm your girl, Mandy B, a.k.a. Pet the Sign, a.k.a. Full Court Pumps, a.k.a. Dead Beach. What's up, y'all? I'm Wheezy. Welcome back to another episode of Horrible Decisions. We are here today with a very special guest. That Hopefully right. y'all think she's very special. Maybe I shouldn't say it. You know what I mean? Early. She might not be since y'all want to be arguing like, Zane, when we going to get more solos? Shut the fuck up. Y'all got some at the top of the year. Before we start our episode, though, we want to let y'all know the tickets are on sale to see us in London, baby. May 5th, that's right, Cinco de Mayo. At the we Earth Theater. We will be at the Earth Theater in London, so make sure you get your tickets. Go to whorehive.com. Anywho, y'all, round of applause. We have Christina Brown in the building. You guys may know her from the Ticker Talkers or the Instagrams. Um, You guys may also just know her for making y'all upset because y'all be arguing. <laughs> you be reading the comments? They be, they be, they be mad at me. I'm going to tell you, I remember one of your videos I saw, it was when Jess Hilarious made a video like really mad at trans girls, which I didn't agree with that at all. I was like, she was tripping. And I love Jess. But some responses, I was like, is this too radical, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember yours was one of the videos that I thought that on. And then you pulled up an article about how uh, gender is a colonialist yeah, concept. Yeah, like Traced it back to Africa. It was just a little JSTOR article. Yeah, where it was oh. like, there was there were trans people, gender nonconforming people before colonization. And I was like, that's one of my favorite things to tell black people. I'm like, this... This ain't even a what's your, Yeah, what's your favorite thing? Tell, tell us about it. Oh, I, I like telling black community a lot of things. But in regards to that, it was just like, for me, I was like, which I said at the end of the video, people are dying. What are we arguing about? Right. Like, people are dying. And... I think when it comes to cis black women being real, like super transphobic, I'm like, we don't even really, we're not even included in what they consider womanhood anyways. What do you so, mean by that? Like for in white supremacy, if you look at Castor Semenya, who's a woman, but she's getting her metal taken away because she has too much testosterone in her body. Uh, her, like, her natural testosterone levels are too high for track and field. So they've stripped her medals away because she was winning. That happens so much where we're tested more. Is she or, a trans woman? No. no. I'm like, no, I, she said her natural. Her I know, natural I know what you said, woman. but I was like, okay, wait, wait. I just want to hear you say it again. Damn. Yeah. She's from I South like, think I know who you're talking about. She's from South Africa. Yeah. That happened to another track and field, um, four by something team, um, in the last. Oh, I forgot the last Olympics, See? but that should be happening. They don't want us to be great. So in that particular video, you were saying because I remember that moment in time when that video came out about mm -hmm. Jess and a lot of people were just kind of like, she's right, she's wrong. I felt like she was wrong. I also was in the side of feeling like Jess isn't transphobic. I know that that sounds ridiculous considering what she said, but here's why I say that. I don't think that people think necessarily, this is a fucked up word to use, but like, oh, I'm listening here. For real. <laughs> I, I, logically when we're talking about situations uh -huh. like this like the logic behind all of this is that trans women make up such a small part of women today mm -hmm. then no there's really nothing at risk for you right and it almost feels like when i'm watching something like that it's like white people saying oh my god what about affirmative action mm -hmm. like that type of stuff mm -hmm. and i actually think that when women start to say things like that it actually comes from the red pill content from men mm -hmm. it's niggas hear me 
you got a 19 keys, even though I really like his content, then he's got that shit like women should, you know, these women are trying to take it from you. It's that type mm. of guy. And when those men are making content and they're huge influencers, it's affecting the women. And so now the women are looking at this shit like, oh, it is a problem. There should be no reason that women don't look at other women like there's a sisterhood. It's the weirdest thing because niggas don't get mad at trans men. They never feel threatened. But for some reason, girls do it to each other. I never see men online saying, fuck these trans niggas. They trying to take my bitch. Never, 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 never. It is only women doing it to other women. And it's super weird. And the only thing that I can think it comes from is men making them feel like they got something to fight about. I do not know why women get competitive with trans girls. But you said, hmm. So transphobia <laughs> is having or showing a dislike of or a strong pre prejudice, uh, prejudice against transgender people. Mm -hmm. While I, too, love Jess and what she does in comedy and everything else, I'm one of those, I, I do believe that people that I even like in one essence can be wrong in another. I do find her to be transphobic. I do find anyone who gets in front of their phone and questions how another person exists or why they do certain things to be hateful. I do, mm -hmm. I, to question like why they are who they are the same way a white person would do a black person or vice versa. To me, she doesn't seem in support of or understanding of or in like of trans people. And so it's literally the definition and so I'm surprised you said that because like when we talked about it before, you were saying like, no, 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 no. I did not like what she said at all. I'm no, I hated what she said. And if y'all want to go run a take back, I do. I don't think it was right. And I do find it to be transphobic. The the things that and it wasn't one video. She said multiple things about this community. So like for oh, I've things, only seen her one. Yeah, no, it's been multiple. It's been oh. multiple. <laughs> and after people have tried to correct her, she's doubled down. Yeah. So. There's not even, there doesn't seem to be room for education or growth even in the topic. And that's where I feel like, oh, you want to feel this way because mm -hmm. you're not open to learning. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, mm -hmm. like, that's what I want to go there. But we do have uh, a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful uh, trans woman coming on in a future episode. Ooh. So maybe this could be a conversation we have with her. Uh, nonetheless, why I invited Christina also on this pod is because we did a project um, a couple weeks ago, and it was really dope to hear mm -hmm. not only her age, but the fact that she's lifestyle. She I'm like, does that mean you're old or no, young? <laughs> young? She's younger. And I mean, I know that where we're at, we're, you know, we've, we are learning non monogamy right now. How old are you? 28. Oh, girl. That's five years younger <laughs> than us. She's, she's at the last part of millennial. She's damn near Gen I'm Z, cuz. No offense to I either know. of you. I'm just sitting what here like this. I thought you were going to be like, you 23? She, no. Which, but to that's me, fair, that's fair. maybe <laughs> you don't know. You don't think that that's young. I feel like, I mean, you're, no. I feel like 95, 1995. I mean, here's why I don't think it's that young. Okay. I think over 25 with sexual choices, it's kind of like, all right, you kind of learned a little bit about what you're into. You got yeah. some maturity there, like 30 okay. right there, bitch. <laughs> I mean, Hello. yeah. 30 right there from us. You said I learned about her age. I was like, oh. <laughs> no, just, just because, like, I feel, I, I, even in my relationship or my relationship to sex, mm -hmm. I think I started doing the non-monogamy or even identifying as mm -hmm. something other than monogamous recently. To be fair, mm -hmm. though, just that five years we have on you, there's so much of a gap in, like, because to me, 
five years, if I had another five years of millennial ideals and hearing about non-monogamy, like we got a lot more information about it within that last. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I I even remember the episode we had with B. Simone where I was confused about the word transsexual and people were dragging me. And I was like, well, no, and it wasn't even that word. We had to, there was a whole word that transvestite. Was it? No, No, it was. It was. It was transvestite, transsexual. It was uh, use, using the word that rhymes with granny, but I remember saying that's like... That's the word. That's the word. Well, when I, I said, when word, you type this in, what do you see? Like, word, what's so the difference the, with this the word and that? that. With granny. And on some real that shit. Now oh, can't say anymore. Yeah, yeah. It was okay, crazy yeah. because the content came out in 2016? 17. 17. And I remember, and one of my trans homegirls, shout out to Hope Giselle, she wrote me, I was like, bitch, what the fuck? You know better. And I was like, Bro, I if I really said that, I really didn't know. Like, I know what's offensive, mm-hmm. right? But I genuinely in that moment was like, what does this mean? What does that mean? It was a real yeah. thought. Mm-hmm. And so I think we can't really um, police someone's timeliness in a way, like, of what they're mm-hmm. learning. If you're mm-hmm. disrespectful, yeah. But, like, for real, motherfuckers don't be knowing shit. I had to tell my nigga the other day, we can't be saying that. There's been a lot of, in the last five to six years, I feel like, as far as, like, terms that have changed. What other terms have you learned or have changed or have become offensive? Uh, and I think all of us, over the last five, <laughs> what's become, what's become offensive? offensive? And you know what? Well, while you over there, we might say some shit that might need to be motherfucking bleeped. So, uh, hmm. we're just going to go through some I of the I still don't know why you made me bleep. Some of the sexual the other day. is a word that we shouldn't be using, like, to say to people, but I don't think it's as bad as the F word. I really didn't feel like that needed to be bleeped. Because, see, that's... The, so, what you just said is literally the... Is that as bad? No, it's the, yeah, parallel. It the parallel. It's the parallel. It is. You don't want... You, you, as long as you don't call somebody that, I don't think mm-hmm. it's bad to say. It's the same exact thing with the F word. It is. is if it? you call yeah. somebody that, it's a problem, but they use it in their own... But you're not that. And it's re- a reclamation. <laughs> it's different reclaiming that. Is it, it also, ain't nigga. It, but it's... It, well, we've had that conversation about nigga. That we reclaim it. We've, we've had that conversation nigga. about whore. And slut, it. that we are reclaiming bitch. They're reclaiming it, but that's not for us to so use. So you telling me when I had that foursome, I couldn't call her a butch bitch? Butch bitch is not the D word. <laughs> <laughs> butch bitch ain't. So you know where confused me? Where? Because I used to go to the cubby hole a lot in the West Village. Okay. And I remember one of the girls telling me, like, why do you always come on night? Like, she used to say shit. It was a, like, I hear that with white women, mainly. Yeah. And uh, I used to always laugh about it. And, like, they would, like, say it amongst each other. And, of course, it could be reclaiming. But, like, they were using it so often and so much that, to me, I was like, oh, this is a LGBT communal thing. And I pussy, mm. so I'm not on the outlier side of this. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know what that means. What do you mean? Well, yeah, what First mean? off, according to your <laughs> bleep this profile, you're straight. So if you I told you. You can't lean into the, your truth. You do not have any right to say the D Christina, word. Christina, fine. You tell me what you think. <laughs> so I'm bi, right? Yeah. But Mandy and I were going through each other's dating profiles the other day. Okay. And online, I have straight. And she was like, bitch, this is a lie. And <laughs> look, I was at, like, look at the face. <laughs> Why? What? Because oh, no. I only have men be selected on this app. And I think men just heavily over-sexualize with the fact that you put bisexual on there. They go too hard. And I don't really feel like sharing my sexual orientation with other people than who my gender is, I'm swiping on until I meet them. So I really love this, and I'm and just to add to adding to this, let's let's make this the icebreaker. I met <laughs> you probably 30 minutes in. Mm-hmm. We're having an outright conversation, mm-hmm. kind of regarding sex, because we had mm-hmm. someone who was not so promiscuous in the yes. room, and so it became the conversation of 
the casual sex, how much we have. But also, she was like, well, I'm lifestyle, I'm poly. I'm, and you just started listing the ways you identify. Yeah. So you were in how, sexual conversation. Well, no, 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 no. With people who were very uncomfortable having this conversation. <laughs> it was but just you, me and you. It really was just me and you. No, we were just in a room with people. Yeah. Was, there was a project going on, but this was like the overflow room. Yeah. They okay. were not They were not comfortable in the room hearing even. Okay, but you guys were not in that combo. My question is, though, well, with other people who were not, my mm-hmm. question is in dating. In meeting people, mm-hmm. how free, I know you know me, so maybe that's why, how free are you in announcing or letting people know that you are lifestyle? Right now, off the off the, off the gate, like right off the gate. Okay. I've tried it the other way because I, I understand what you're saying, the whole the sexualized The dating thing, profile. And it gets very, different. but I'm not on dating apps anyways. Okay. I just don't, I can't. So in a dating profile, would you write that you're lifestyle and shit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like sexual, yeah, I probably would because it weeds them out. Like I just can't. Okay. It's, it and weeds what out? People who, like, I don't have to explain it. I don't, I want off the gate when you meet me to know what I'm about. Because even people within that, within non-monogamy, lifestyle, polyamory, that we're, we're not even on the same page with some shit. Right. See, and I've I had that the opposite. Really? I feel like I'm weeding out creeps Ooh. by putting, bro, I'm telling you, I've had, bi- I had bisexual in my profile for a long time. And when I had that, sometimes first date or even first messages, Men are bringing up sex with me. And now they don't. But now you know off the top. Like, you don't have to wait three dates in, four dates in when they do find out. And honestly, then they. My sexuality to me is, and I know this may seem ironic as we're sitting here with this thing behind my head, <laughs> but it's kind of private for me. And so I want to. Is what? Because, bro, I've been in a throuple. <laughs> okay, I've, I've okay. had a girlfriend. It's a lot of my, okay. like, of my sexuality. And I just don't want to start talking about it because men are so horny is there like an option that's like private they're not yeah well this was on this particular dating app there's a lot i don't think there was but i wouldn't i wouldn't have put it if i could but but bisexual like on raya Mm. i was on raya i mean there's Mm. there's apps i didn't have it on there that allow you to say that i guess this is where i'll kind of open up a little bit because i would love y'all's advice um Mm -hmm. over the break over the holiday break, I end up meeting a guy and we've known each other from from online for a long time. So y'all know I was hitting up all the holiday parties, okay? <laughs> so he hits me up, he's in town, he's looking to move here. So I was like, great. So I'm like, well, I have a holiday party I'm going to and I have a plus one if you want to join me. He's like, great, mind you, where I don't ask about sexuality and stuff. Yes, the person throwing this event was gay, mm-hmm. but I didn't think anything of it. So, okay, was it, Mandy? So, so I'm all dressed up. He comes not so dressed up, and I'm already like, nigga, I told you it was a holiday holiday party, party. but okay, whatever. So, I'm like, open bar, it's lit. He came a little bit late. I said, nigga, you know the open bar. Wait, was this when you wore that brown dress? Mm -hmm. That was a really nice dress. Thank you. You didn't dress up? Girl, he did not dress up. Oh, no. Which is why I have no pictures with him. Um, And even he was in the back of some, and I cut him out. Um, so, so we, so we go to this party and as soon as I walk in, mm. it's sequins, it's feathers, it's, Ooh, it is, lovely. I look around, by the way, I may be one of five to 10 women in the entire party. Mm. It's all black gay men. Oh, it's one of those. Yes. I've been one of them. I've been one of them. I'll be like, oh my God. Not only that, as soon as the open bar ends, everyone's at their table. We're all talking. And I'm glad that he's like comfortable, but I'm already like, 
we ain't gonna be able to stay. Isn't it funny how we get out? I'm gonna tell you about a moment at Company XIV. Go ahead. So I was already just like, okay, let me think of where else we can go after this because it's still early, but this is not giving holiday party. It's giving. It's giving. And wait, when I say it's giving, I pause because as the open bar ends, everyone sits down. They're like, okay, because mind you, best dress mm-hmm. got an award. Mm-hmm. It turned, baby, it turned into a ball. It turned oh, into oh, a yeah. ball. No, it literally yeah. turned into everyone lining up and it turned into a runway. Then it turned into a battle. Then it, That's kind of fun, though. Oh, it's fun for us. Yeah. For a very tall, very straight black man from the South. That's hilarious. That, mind you, He's already saying how different New York is. And here I go bringing him to a ball. I think you gave him the right introduction. Do you know who Kiki is? Listen. So I'm like, oh, my God. Mind you, there's people there that are like fashion designers getting his number because they want him to model. And I'm just like, (laughs) I know they're just all like. So is is he with you or is he with you? Like, is this your friend or is this your baby? So I'm just like, oh, my God. Okay. I'm in Brooklyn. I was already supposed to meet Reezy that night. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, she's like, oh, well, let's uh, let's do Bunsen's. I said, mm-hmm. oh, black-owned bar, what Brooklyn. This is the place to bring them, sure. So we pull up. By the way, I had people try to hit you to come down that night, too. Did they hit you? See, I was drunk by the time I saw you then. <laughs> Look, hold on. Shout out to Dave, buttons. the mayor hold buttons. Hold on. When are you going to put me on the wall, Dave? Wait a second. Wait a second. I want y'all to know, by the way, how lit I got. By this time, because our photographer was there, and I'm just like, I thought they asked you to. I was so lit. Let me tell you. That's so, another black so guy. By the, you, way, huh? by the way, by the way, not only do I bring him to this ball, I'm on shrooms that night. He's never tried him. Oh. I get him to try him for the first time. Anyways, so we go to Buttons Black Bar. My homegirl pulls up. It's great. Then I'm like, oh, I know other people around here. Both couples that I know are lifestyle couples, though. Oh my god! One owns the sex club. I had Luis and, and Simona come. And then I had, had them Amir and Basira come. But so, you invited them. I invited them. Okay. So now I'm like, oh, it's a group. You get to meet all my friends. I didn't realize it was going to make it even more uncomfortable for him because everyone is lifestyle and fluid. And I think... How did you not realize that? Uh, because they're my <laughs> friends and... My friends are whores, but... They're not whores. They're lifestyle. I'm joking. So anyway, we get y'all. into it. I start seeing... This nigga gets so uncomfortable at one point. <laughs> He goes and sit at a table with niggas just to be strangers. Strangers. That's hilarious. Wait, strangers. Get me away from the strangers. Mind you, let's not get into this woman was sitting at the end of the bar. I buy her uh, around the shots, not knowing she likes me. We end up making out at the bar. Then I ended up Mandy. I know it was too much. And then guess what? The bar was closed, so they're like, "Well, let's go to Susia." So we all go to the sex club. This is all the first night this man meets me. Mind you, the girl I met at the bar wants to come. And she's like, can we both suck his dick? I know we can. <laughs> okay. Yo, where's the yo. advice portion? What do you, so so you know, Where's the guest? What do you want? <laughs> so he's so uncomfortable. We finally go to leave. But by this time, he's drunk and high. And the whole car ride home, he's like, you know wait, 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 I'm straight, wait, wait. right? You the, know I'm straight, What right? happens at the gay club? I mean, at uh, the, sex, the club. sex club, nothing happens. So he goes to sit down. We're making out. But the girl, you and him are making me and him are making out. Okay, good. Um, it's just us. There's no, okay. literally, the club is closed. It's a fucking Wednesday or something. It's <laughs> midweek, so it's just us. But we done brought everybody from Buttons. Okay. to the club. So we drinking, we talking. Another nigga passed out on the couch over there. We lit. Next thing you know, 
this girl is like, so can we both suck his dick? So because I'm drunk, I'm like, hey, this girl wants to suck your dick. Do you want her to suck your dick? And we're literally just, what? Because at this point, I was just like, uh. Oh, you're drunk. I was drunk, mm. but also. Do I even like him? Do I even like him? Mm-hmm. Wait, what did he say? What did he say? No, he wasn't comfortable. He didn't want people to watch. He didn't know if he could perform in front of all these people. Totally. Mind you, I mind can't you, either. Mind you, mind you, let's not talk about how people from the ball joined us. <sighs> at but the in here, so oh. it's a mix of everybody. And I was just like, damn. Then, mind you, I end up leaving him with the girl. They're in the Can corner. I, I want to see what he looks like. Oh, I'm going to show you. Don't you need so, to see this, Christina? I, I need visuals. I, I, know, need, I, need I always need visuals. Give us visuals. Oh, right my I need God. Thank Where you for the that. visuals, baby? Thank you. Because I always need visuals of stories. Because I, I got a vision. Bro, y'all want to Shout visuals. out to y'all for tall? every home mail now. You're sending photos of yourself. We will always keep them private, but I need them or I can't answer. Thank Hold you. Hold on. I'm going to show you actually the screenshots that I sent my friend. Because when I sent her, she was like, oh, girl, that's why they was asking if he was straight. And I was like, oh, she was like, you be liking them little pretty niggas. And I was like, I can't wait to see how light skinny is. <gasps> huh? Don't do that. Is uh-huh. he Christina's shape? Or by the way, now nah, I didn't send her all these pictures of all these niggas on the dating apps. Oh, <coughs> uh, anyways, long story short, long story short, he was we end up going home. I take okay. him home. It's four o'clock in the morning, and I was like, okay, damn, you done been questioned about your sexuality all night, and I'm horny. That's Let's way fuck. too much. Yeah. You ready? We get all the way home. Huh? Dick is hard. I'm like, all right, let's go in the room. Uh-huh. I have the condom already pulled it out. And then he puts it on. As soon as he goes inside me with this condom, then says, oh, I don't really use these. And I rolled over. I he said, came or popped? No, he what? just got soft. Oh, wow. And was like, and literally told me I don't really use these. Oh, that would have made And me one soft. moment before I get y'all's uh, thoughts on this. This is where I had to think in my head, nigga, you just got brought to a ball. I made out with two bitches in front of you. I brought you to a sex club. It was going to let another bitch. I ain't going to hold you at that point. I was just like, there ain't no way you should trust me. And just, <laughs> I ain't going to hold you. Oh, nah, that ass. Man, I literally was like, that ass. That ass. I was like, you trust this pussy? That ass. No. Raw, first night after all of this, I didn't trust his dick move up. I never. I don't even oh, want to see his dick. Ass. I ain't even gonna hold you. I That's literally real. was like, "Damn, that was fun." No, bro. How do you? How That's do you real. trust this? To, after you just saw all this, and I ain't even add the fact that I got another nigga's number at the bar. But that was a. That's a whole other part of the story. Mm-hmm. And you were just willing to be like, "You good? I'm good. I don't really use condoms." Crazy. After you just got brought into this type of night, I don't trust you. Stuff. Crazy. But long story short. She knows I have a date tonight. And I'm like, girl, I'm about to bring him to me speed dating on stage. I don't know how to not introduce people to my lifestyle mm. fairly early. It what Me neither. Bitch, you either, because you done had a foursome hoe. Ooh. And you you not even six months in. Yes, I am. Look at teeth, bitch. Probably. She just at six months. That to me is introducing lifestyle early. First too. of all. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um... Here's what I think. Okay. I'm not saying that that was... He did want to see me again after, by the way. Of course he did. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> of course he saw did. you naked, man. Please. Please. No, uh, they I love- think the first date is probably a no. Also, uh, actually, can I take the sex out of it? Yep. On my first date with this nigga, there were, like, friends that I kept running into that night, and he was like, damn, I just wanted to get to know you. Like, he told me that later. And I actually think it's really not good to have a first date where you're just inviting a lot of energy. Uh-huh. 
Like, well, well, let's like, be very clear. If you want to go to I the neighborhood bar. I didn't consider a date. Mm-hmm. I invited him to a ball, which I was already going to. <laughs> and then, oh, I just can't get any. Oh okay, keep talking. Go, go ahead. No, but like seriously though, I think that on a first date, it's not necessarily the best thing to do to invite people. Or even if, again, it's a neighborhood bar, like let's just say you're going to your favorite place. Sometimes even that's distracting. And that's a very New York thing. Mm-hmm. It is. Right? It is. It's like, oh my God, I know this great spot over here. Yeah. I've had a lot of men do that, but then everybody starts talking to them and then, and it's like, it's just too much. So okay. I prefer to have just an experience where we're just talking and getting to know each other. Christina, how soon do you introduce people I I know mm. you let it be known how soon do you do what how soon do you do I haven't do? I haven't done I don't think I have done that oh yet you know why because 28 <laughs> that type of <laughs> that type of night yeah it was a wild night how I mean but I wouldn't not see myself doing it and that's what I'm saying I would want to get to know some see because I wouldn't want someone to feel uncomfortable I'd want to be able to like also, oh, I'm going to be real with you. Loose. Like, I've done drugs with people on the first date, right? But they had the drug energy. Like, That's if someone crazy. had... No, like, I remember one of my first dates, he was like, you know what? You look like a lot of fun, and I feel like we should go to elsewhere. And I was like, we should. He was like, and we should do Molly when we're there. And I was like... Yeah, no. I got to find him, because you That's know what's not crazy? That crazy to me. Really? I, I know no. his name, but I, I don't know his goddamn... I don't know his social handle. Was he random? I knew him for three hours. Niggas is crazy. <laughs> what? Yeah, I ain't doing I mean? no drugs with no random nigga. Oh, yeah, I'd well, rather. No. Well, no, let me stop. I told this nigga, do shrooms. I can't find it. I don't know Damn. his social media right off the top of my head right now. Oh. So I got to find it later. I'm going to show y'all before Didn't you, you crop him from a pick, babe? So no. anyway. Anyways, let's mm. get into, I do want to skip vanilla shit because I want to get into our horrible decision and potentially okay. our whole meal. So let's skip okay. right into our hors d'oeuvre. Okay. Christina, give us a sex tip, please. Yes, bitch. I completely forgot. Well, you be sexing, so come on. Oh my what's God. your favorite thing that, what's people's favorite thing that you do? Ooh. Everything that I do? Yeah. In the bed. Mm. I give really good head. Give us a head tip. To whom? Both. Ooh. Both. Let's get a pussy eating tip. That's what niggas really need. Oh my God. I, oh. And the butch bitches okay. too. Here we go. I think <laughs> taking your time, I don't like straight up licking really fast. I feel like okay. a nice taking your... T- people just try to like lick and they lick too much in the whole vulva sometimes. And if like pointed, like... That should be hurting. Not pointed. No, pointed as in like focused, localized. Oh, I was like, like, I don't like, like what you would No, uh, not the point because that's like, that's too much. And sometimes when they suck the labia, it goes in your teeth. Like, uh, uh, have you... Ha- you've had a labia get stuck between your no, teeth? No, 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 no. My labia gets stuck in someone else's teeth. Wait, wait, wait. You have... Wait. Wait, wait, wait. You haven't had Did that. he have a gap? Like the inner, like the little inner labia. Getting stuck in the Like the menorah. Not stuck, but like it like. No disrespect. <laughs> I need to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Not like the inner one. Am I? You might have a different setup like, down there. I know like what kind of flower pussy you got right when now. When they try to like, when they try to suck it and it like, and you're like, okay, this just hurts. That has never happened to you. Never. I really, wow. I, I really, I want to join in <laughs> on this with you, and I can't. See, and I I'm feel bad because like, I going. hate making someone feel left out. But bitch, this huh? happens often. Not often. No, no, no. It's when someone is too rough. But do they have gaps between their teeth? <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought they like, literally get stuck like a turk, like roast beef. It's not getting stuck like pastrami. It's okay. just like a. It's like when someone suck. Like imagine someone sucking on your neck or your lip too too hard. Maybe you that feel hurts. the teeth. They don't get stuck in it. 
Oh, so yeah, I guess I, I think, think it's the way it ain't floss. Maybe okay, don't get stuck. That does sound crazy. Now you see that what I'm saying? We crazy. thinking. No, not floss. No, like, literally, floss it it's giving. Crazy. It's giving. You got like your your coochie getting stuck. And, like your coochie moving that with is, his mouth. Like, I've had a, a ring a, stuck. A what? A ring stuck where? A not ring. stuck, stuck. But I remember like she had uh two rings around the hood, and like it just pulled on my. But I have big teeth. Ooh, that sounds painful. That does sound painful. I only ate one pussy that was pierced, and it was a little, little cute little glow in the dark. Bone. I went so slow too. It was like it's so terrifying. It's so hot to feel it in your mouth, but it's so terrifying. Oh yeah, and why do you have a hoop? Just do a bar. That's what I'm saying. The hoop. My coochie had a bar with a little glow in the dark ball. That's, That's very cute. cute. It was cute. Really well, cute. let's get into the horrible decision because this is where you gonna <laughs> teach the audience something. Oh my goodness. But also, I guess you're so grown now that you know. Let's go back deeper into the 20s. So one of your favorite videos <laughs> mm -hmm. that I saw you do, you explained something called the formula to whoredom. Yeah. So we're going to talk about being whores mm -hmm. uh, real quick, although Wheezy is not. It's really holiday party plus Mandy. That's the formula. <laughs> Don't do that. I really was trying to be nice that night. And you, in your defense, you didn't know it was going to be bad. I didn't think you were being not nice. I mean, I ain't going to hold you. My, my homegirl called me out. She said, Mandy, you just didn't like the guy. Because if you really liked him, you wouldn't have invited all those people. And I was like, mm, you might have a point. When you're on a date and you really like someone, it's just uh -huh. you and that person. Yes. You don't feel like you need a lot going on and around I want you. attention. And I That's a like, good point. I was like, bitch, read me. That was like me on acid. <laughs> what? <laughs> I told you when we were doing Patreon, I recently did acid for the first time with my nigga and friends. And I was like, when we got home, I was like, oh, I must really like you because I wanted everyone to leave. I literally was yeah. like, I can't take this energy. It was one friend that I wanted around. Yeah. I was like, everybody got to go. When you really like somebody, they got to go. You know my sex tip. Oh, go. It's a position. Come on, let's Ooh, get it. my favorite position. It, ooh, okay. This is if you're riding a dick. No, it's actually not. No, you can do this with anything. It's when with you're... <laughs> you know, okay, you're on top. They're on the bottom. But you, you like crab. You know when you crab walk? Yes. You, you ever been on top and your legs are... Uh -huh. Your feet are on the bed or whatever, but you put your hands behind you like a crab walk and you ride like... Like a fucking bridge in a workout? <laughs> bitch, yeah, look, who does that? Me. No. I believe her, me. but as someone that works trust out literally me. every day, I trust still me. don't know if I want to do this. It's not entirely a bridge because sometimes their their legs or knees come up. It supports you and they can hold your hands like if you're... Oh, no, they hold your like um, ankles. While they're like on the bed, if you're on the bed, I would have to show you. It, I promise you. I would like to see it. I would like to see it. Do it right, right now. Here. Do it right oh here. If y'all watching on the YouTube, Do let I, me I, see I, this I, little I, bullshit as. Hold on. That's I'm, okay. I'm going to explain what's happening, y'all. Okay. Since this is an audio experience. It's a long oh couch. Crap up. Okay. Your leg. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Wait, so she right getting now? on there. Okay. okay. There we go. And then you lean back. Okay. And then you and then you go up and down. Let me see how you do this. Okay, do. Wait, wait, let me get you stroke game. You need to lift your torso. Lift your torso. Okay. Oh, like that. Oh, this. Oh, bitch, that's a lot. You know. Not a lot. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. It'll be different when you get to your thirties, ma'am. It's Ooh. not a lot. I, I ain't gonna hold you. I see what she's saying. I hit that one like, time. The I reason is, I see what you're doing. No, no, no. The reason time. it's not that bad is because anytime you get to lean your body on something, that's why I like riding in a chair. 
Yes. Because you get to hold I mean, on. I can do that. That's I why when I twerk on a nigga, I like to grab the wall. I need to hold something. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's like I, a walk And this is why I'm non-monogamous. Because for the things I just don't want to do, someone else could do it for you. Very Hell no, nah, bitch. Because anyway, I ain't you. Mm. Bro, why do you think the first time I squirted on a dick was after I watched the bitch squirt? I was like, oh, really? This hoe just going to keep squirting all night? Oh, the first it? time my ex got me to squirt is well, after he saw someone s- else make me squirt. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, competition. I got a motherfucking ego, bro. I don't want nobody to do nothing better than me. Please what don't tell me sign? that. I'm a Pisces. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, let's get to it. Because y'all, we okay, got some You're right, my bad, you're right. Down. You're right, you're right. All right, damn. We done talked about trans and a whole bunch of shit that ain't on this motherfucking okay. outline. Wow. Y'all, y'all, y'all know I'm pissed. Cool. Anywho, let's get into it. Formula to whoredom. You have three phases of it. Can we get into it? For those listening, what is the first? What would what, What's the first thing in a formula? The first thing? What else? First, first little parentheses. <laughs> the first. This is not PEMDAS, bro. Oh. The first variable. Oh, there we I go. What up? No. What's the first? Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to think of a I word. I kind of like just improved it when okay, I said let's it. Do so it. We, I have to. I have to go back to. So it. the formula to whoredom starts at twenty to twenty-three, which you call what? The Bambi legs. Please explain this phase of whoredom. I feel like that's the stage where your legs need to be shaking like Bambi. With the okay. sex you're having. It needs to be mm. good sex. Fun sex, right? But you're also kind of like barely navigating adulthood. You don't... I, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing in 2023. I thought I did. At the time, you look back. No, you had no idea. So it's like you're literally kind of just new to figuring shit out. You don't really know yourself fully. You know, I think, what you're interested in. Um, You're horny. You're an adult for the first time. Yep. You're freedom. You're not... You might have your typically. own apartment. Exactly. You might be going to school. You have a job. You're just meeting a whole bunch of people and you're out there. And I think that's a good time to like explore and go. So 20 to 23, you have as one of the best times to explore. Then Yes. And I think it's like a time to make. You're going to make mistakes, but it's different when you're 20, 21 making mistakes versus like when you're 29 or 28. And it's like, do you agree with with what she (laughs) said? So you can't make mistakes no more. You can, but it's like. I grow up. (laughs) I'll get I get into it. I get into it. I agree with her, but I also think there's a few factors to the formula. Okay. 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 So I have a few friends that were either in school too long or in long-term relationships, and now they're fucking up in their 30s, and it's kind of embarrassing. But I think it's what we're exposed to. You got to be exposed to a little more. So for anyone listening, and Mandy and I actually got to meet a lot. What I thought was younger for our uh, meet and greets during our shows, I do think you kind of got to hoe early. Mainly because your boyfriend that ends up being your mm-hmm. husband or your girlfriend that ends up being your wife probably isn't the one you meet at 2021. I know I it's part of your life. Okay. You might kill yourself. But <laughs> just saying, that's what I was going to do. Oh, I love a good I'm going to kill myself. I love, I love it. I'm going to kill myself. That's oh. my favorite. Okay, Jonathan. So toxic. I was about so, to say. So toxic. Uh, that was my. Jesus. <laughs> that was my twenty. But you're do not now. Oh yeah, yeah. That's but, not me. And anymore. that's. We're but that was who I lived in at 21, 22, okay. 23. But what I'm saying is like everything feels like the end of the world, and what's really the end of the world is not learning yourself early enough. Okay. Because if you're exploring your sexuality and trying to figure out your body with that partner that might be the be all end all, that's even worse. You want to mm-hmm. show up. To that motherfucking soulmate, knowing how to suck a dick. 
you want to learn on a dick that, that the dick is supposed to be right? No. You're right. You need to practice mm-hmm. on all the bum niggas. Trust me, we've all had them. A couple. Practicing on all the bum niggas gives the Maybe bum Maybe not niggas. every Because they don't deserve nigga. it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the ones that deserve the good head, they're not going to come till later in life. Men are just not good until they're 30. I'm glad I was practicing on that. Not even then. At least paying them. Uh, me out. <laughs> <laughs> shit. I ain't shit. Okay, next phase. Do you remember the dick you practice on? Because I do. Do you? Just head? Or just I practice, like No, no, just I remember the person that I was like literally practicing with. Yeah, me too. Even in my own brain. Like not even with, the, like just literally thinking like, is this good? Like, yeah, I made him put a pillow over his head. I remember that first time. Mm. Oh. I don't want him to see me. Okay, next Aww. phase, next Part of the formula is 24 to 27, mm-hmm. which you call. I forgot. What did I rebirth. call it? Rebirth. <laughs> okay, rebirth. Yeah. I feel like your prefrontal cortex hits you. Come on, sign. At that fucking stage. And that is the. 20s. I know better. No, like you, you, you thought you, you knew know. yourself. You thought you were an adult. 20, you're like 23, 24, 25 hits. And you're like, I don't know any. I don't know shit. Mm. That's why I act like that. That's that trauma. Oh, my God. And then it's like an unpacking of all of that. So to me, it's kind of like a t- t- slow down the hoarding. That's what happened to me. I slowed down you the You slowed down between 24 and 27. Yeah. And okay. that was like the stage of like, let me think of maybe some celibacy or abstinence. Let me take like. Let me take a break. Breaks, like actual breaks. I'm not feeling really fulfilled. Let me learn myself. I'm understanding why I do the things that I do, why I made that mistake, why I'm not out here telling people I'll kill myself if you leave me like things like <laughs> and shit like that You're that's like, a great example of 24 to 27 that makes sense yeah and then 28 plus you put is intention yes because it's whoring with intention whoring with 28 intention. plus she added that right when she turned now what's whoring with yeah, intention I did, I did add it yeah I said yeah I'm ready that's I like I'm non-monogamous because I like coochie and it yeah and, and, every, and people and because I like people to watch me and I like to watch yes. people and love. I just, my love feels more expansive. And it was, mm. for me, my journey of, like, feeling polyamorous. I actually, this podcast had it, when you were talking about the five years, I felt like I was learning with y'all. I'm not going to hold you. Yeah, we still learning. Like, oh, oh you like, mean while like, listening. Oh, oh, Yeah, because I started listening years of, around my 23, 24 is when I started listening to you If guys. any of y'all are listening <laughs> to this and y'all are 23, baby, that's what we're talking about, that we just said that. Like, you yeah. should be exploring. Can yeah. I ask you? Just because I'm interested. Mm-hmm. So lifestyle. Is it sex loves for you? Is it just maybe multi-partnered relationships? And give us a wild story, bitch. That's what I want. It is. We know you know what a prefrontal cortex is, bitch. What's the T? It's mm, multi-partnered relationships for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I enjoy sex club. I love sex. I like sex parties. They're fun. What, what role do you play in a sex party? Are you the girl that starts? Are you the one that's the unicorn? Are you the one that's bringing the people? Like, who are you at the sex party? Because we know Mandy is. I'm what? It could be. Wait, who am I? The promoter. No, I'm not. I am not the promoter. Your favorite thing to say is, I bring everyone to the sex club for the first time. Because they want to experience it. I'm the tour guide. Okay, better work. But baby, once we get in there, explore. I'm off to doing my own shit. I just bring you there. That's it. Because a lot of people don't know how to find them. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Which I need to connect because I need. Oh, we gonna go. Anyways, but yes, um, I can be all. Of, I I love bringing people. Ask any of my friends. I'm always like, so we should. Do, I I want to host. To be honest, I can't wait to the point where I host one. Mm. I'm like, I want to bring people. Everyone that I know, we all trust each other. That <laughs> we can just like, why can't we all just be naked? It's fine. We're friends. Um, I like. I'm an exhibitionist and a voyeurist. Okay. So the first, yeah, I'm both. But both I. Them. 
I am. I, and I learned that I was a voyeurist the first time, not the first time I had a threesome, but the first time I had a threesome with a guy, and a, girl, a man and a woman. So I had threesomes with like just women, but then I had a threesome with like man and woman. And I like started spotting in between, like in the middle. And I was like, oh, fuck. I just got to watch. The worst. The worst. But then I was watching and I was like, actually, I could take a break. I can do the dally myself. This is kind of nice. It's like a live show. Did did that threesome with a man and woman end positively? Oh, it did. Everyone had a great, yeah. I was, everyone was fine. They were like. How did everyone know each other? I knew him. I had been fucking around with him casually and I was hanging with my homegirl one night. We were having a wine night. You were hanging with your homegirl. Yeah. Why do you do that? I told you your friends is the, the ones just joking, Mandy. <laughs> she was, was like, I was having a wine night. And I was. I you was. invited that nigga. Home. Well, yeah, basically, <laughs> he was texting me. He texted me. Oh God, I he was feeling me more than I was feeling him. I wonder if he's gonna hear. This. Anyways, he was feeling me more than I was feeling him. He texted me like, "Why is that pussy so good?" I was like, "Here we go." Um, so my friend takes the phone. She responds as me starts texting with him. And then he FaceTimes and he sees both of us. And I was like, yeah, she was texting me the whole time. Um, then he's like, oh, what are y'all doing? We're like having a wine night. He's like, let me come over. We're like, you can come over if you bring food. When he hangs up. He what did, food he brought? He didn't even bring the fucking food. And you still gave him the coochie? Uh, you know why? Too Listen, so I easy. Wanna, I don't want to hear anymore. Well, the dick must have been good. Hate it. Well, really? <laughs> She's when, when you're feeling in the midst, you know, when, we, when he hung up, he's supposed to bring tacos. Um, <laughs> he, I, I'll never he forget. Said, Y'all got the taco. I'll never forget that. Shit. I was really like, nigga, come on, bro. Like, we could have some food after because we felt the vibes. It was like we could eat after. Anyways, I'm still a little salty that he didn't bring no tacos. But when he before he came, me and her were like, "You feeling this? Are you feeling this vibe?" I was like, "I'm kind of feeling this vibe. Let's see how it feels." I didn't feel no type of. This was years ago. I didn't feel no type of like jealousy about this at all. Um, and I kind of wanted to slut him out with my my friend had you ever fucked your friend no that was the first time me and her had fucked and yeah even we might have made out once but like that's not the same thing and i wanted to like suck a dick with someone i wanted that experience that is i love it he really was just there for us to be quite honest that's what that that's what felt the best me and her were like that's fine we really want to do this i love that this happened a few years ago because again i would have been like and this is why these niggas don't think they got to do anything. This was they few got, years ago. He got a whole threesome, got his dick sucked by two women, and didn't even bring no food. Did y'all ever get another nigga look, together? Look. <laughs> why are you framing it like that? That's like, a great trumpet. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because it, oh, <laughs> this was years ago. This was during Bambi Legs. This was Bambi Legs. Can I be Bambi honest? Legs. Y'all know I love a broke dick from time to time. That shit. Why? Sometimes you just want to... It's too much work. You should only be requiring shit from niggas that have it. That's the truth. If you know a nigga poor as <laughs> shit, why am I about to fucking be really upset that you can't take me out to eat? For what? I think... Oh, wait, uh, don't, don't talk. Keep talking. Get her ISO. Keep keep, keep going with this. This is a clip. We're hear gonna put me some out. Violin music this behind. is... I'm serious. Which one? This one? Fine. If you know a nigga has money, and he's not spending it on you, that's awful. How could you have money be posting these cars and doing all this shit? I don't want to see one more bottle on fire in your goddamn Instagram story. You better be taking me to eat. Now, if a nigga's broke as hell, they always telling you about how shit is rough. What the fuck do I need from you but your dick? That's it. I'm lying here? A little bit. He needs to go get a job. Okay. Oh, my God. And if, too, you get a job, you probably got a terrible one. 
If your dick is no, bomb. No terrible job. There is no terrible job out there. I don't believe broke niggas don't deserve e, pussy. Work hard. Because you know what? Somebody else was broke. I want to be his Coretta. But you. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, on that note. and on that note. <laughs> you know what? I wanted to play this clip before we get out of here. We won't get to home mail, but I think that this is going to lead to a very thoughtful conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a clip here. Um, here we go. Emotionally damaged people are always sexually promiscuous. All right, doctor. Emotionally traumatized people require constant validation from others. Mm. You married to a woman who's been traumatized, abuse, abandonment, whatever. When you're not around her for too many days, she has to entertain another man because her trauma dictates constant validation. This You ever date a woman who was crazy about you? She absolutely loved you, so you thought. It was really addiction. When, when you finally let her go, when you finally got her to stop stalking you, she ended up with another man like that. Mm, and your ego yes. took a hit. You said, wait a minute. Oh, she was crazy about your presence in her life. And the minute you distanced yourself from her life, she found a replacement without a problem. Emotionally damaged people are promiscuous because they cannot go without constant validation. What is he talking about? I would love to know your thoughts because I know you be you talking. Said, what is he what? talking about? <laughs> First and foremost, I think one of my hot takes is I think hypersexuality and purity are two sides of the same coin. I think we will talk about hypersexual people because that so being promiscuous is not hypersexual. You can't control it. Being hypersexual promiscuous, I don't. I'm not listening to them. Same hypersexual. Well, you can't control it. Cool, but a lot of people don't talk about that. Purity also, I think, comes from the same type of like trauma and the same type of like. Oh, um, emphasis on how your how what you do with your body and what your body looks like and how valid how you you get validation from people. People who are obsessed with being pure, it's the same shit. You're obsessed with your pussy. You're obsessed with your dick. You're obsessed with how people view your sexuality, and you're mm-hmm. obsessed with saving it for someone special and what that means and what that proves. It's very similar to people who like kind of I because I had a point where I was hypersexual and it was due to trauma, but I don't. But you don't agree with him here. No, I think that like how someone like sexually, I would consider myself promiscuous. That's because I want to be. I like pleasure. I think it's fun. I think sex is beautiful. I think it doesn't have to stem from. What? How do you draw the difference between hypersexuality and promiscuity? Because we mm. we had a whole episode, episode six, about the word promiscuous in totality mm. uh, when we first started the pod. Mm-hmm. So I would love to know how you differentiate between mm-hmm. the two. For me, it's if I feel like I can't like control it like it's like a okay like an incessant thought or incessant desire incessant that is need. which word hypersexual okay yeah like it's something that is like a part like kind of like a problem you know what i'm saying promiscuous is like i could go months without having sex i could i could be having sex three times a week promiscuous is my desire and and openness and being sensual my love a love of being naked my love it's cold out and i'm always gonna have my titties or some cleavage out <laughs> like that's who i am so i feel like I do think hypersexuality and trauma can go hand in hand, though. Yeah, but I, I don't, don't. Yeah, but I don't necessarily think it. For example, like a lot of my friends that have experienced trauma, sexual trauma, mm-hmm. are kind of wildly into BDSM. But I realize it's because there's so much consent and control mm-hmm. that's brought back. So it's this safe way to experience dismantling your traumas mm-hmm. um and i really think when people say it in a bad way i mean 
and let's be honest, like before we all understood what the shit was, right? You're like, whoa, these people are crazy. But it makes sense. Like being bound, being tied, the yes, no, being able to have a safe word. Mm-hmm. There is so much control in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually did some, I don't want to say the R word, but that kind of play. And like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, and we had a lot of fun, but like we made sure that no wasn't the safe word because that might be in the play. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, literally, I remember there was one point where like he was grabbing my wrist super hard and I was like, I got really scared, but I was excited that I was scared. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, damn, like having that safe word is so important because like, yes, the no was part of the whole thing. So I think knowing that I could say my one word, I don't want to say what my safe word is, but just say this one word and it's over. That's a lot of power. I think sex is healing, which is why I don't guess I think it can come from trauma. But if hypersexuality can come from trauma, why can't sexuality also heal? It? What if we take out the sex? What if we take out the fact that he's like, as soon as you hop out, of, what about a serial dater? Like if he's saying that you need the validation and the attention from someone else, what if even we take the whole vagina, dick and vagina mm-hmm. or vagina, vagina, whatever. What if we take penetration and sex out of it? He's also saying, which perm- promiscuous could lead to just relationships with multiple people, Mm -hmm. with a lot of people. Sexual relationships, of course. Mm -hmm. But when you're dating a lot of people or you jump from one relationship to the next, could that not be seen as someone who is maybe doing that from a trauma response as well because they need the validation of other people? Like, when when I heard him say that, a part of me actually was like, of course, at first I don't want to really agree with much of what Dr. Umar has to say, right? Because according to him, I shouldn't exist because I'm biracial, right? I love Dr. Um, Umar. I would love for him to sit here with it, but I I go in with the bias Mm -hmm. to not really want to listen, but I listened to this a few times and I was like, I found that even in my relationship, a part of feeling abandoned immediately by my ex when we would constantly break up was me going back to what was safe, whether it be 24-7, whether it be other partners that I just had in the tuck in my roller dicks, you know what I mean? But I was like, damn, <coughs> is this a part of, and, and I couldn't censor. I don't know. Was I there think, trauma with I my dad leaving? I mean, I, I mean, to be honest, I listened to this and I it got me to think, is the, it was the need in that relationship where I kept being, you know, feeling like I was being abandoned and going uh-huh. under someone else. Did that relate at all to maybe my dad not being around for certain times or things like that? Like, I do think that we want to not believe that our trauma mm-hmm. exists in the way we now date or find partnerships or even have sex. Mm-hmm. But the more that I'm talking to people and the more I am looking into it, I'm questioning deeper things about myself too. And mm-hmm. so I listen to this and where y'all are like, mm, yeah, no, I think it leans into this. I found this to be actually, I did actually agree with majority of what he She's had. right about the purity though, because that's my anyone that is like keeping their sexuality for something has been traumatized by something else. It's their okay. family saying, Oh my God, no, you're too fast. It's religion. I mean, don't get me wrong. Brianda is probably one of my best friends, but we've never deeply talked about trauma together. But the fact that she was atheist and is literally given God her, you know, sexuality and is celibate now, there's no way you go from fucking and having fun and being a bartender to nothing. Something here in the middle to me had to be traumatic to make you feel that God is the answer. And it's not that I'm not saying I don't believe in God or anything, but I think when it's a complete 180, there has to be something in the middle of that. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm curious to know, and I could be wrong, right? Because her relationship to God is special and it doesn't necessarily mean that someone fucked her up. But I do wonder though, the guilt and the shame that people feel around sex and that needing to be pure, what happened along the way? I had a true love weight ceremony in high school. A what? True love weight? True love weight ceremony. Like... It's like an abstinence ceremony? What is a true love weight ceremony? It was ceremony? literally a church, like youth group, high school, and we all had a little ceremony and we got rings to talk about we'll wait till marriage. And now I'm polyamorous. <laughs> yeah. How did, what, wait, what, what, more what, what happened? <laughs> it, I, so I never heard of that. What happened in the ceremony? Oh my God. It's like this is weird. new. Someone listening. I know. I'm trying to remember. trying to remember. Uh, How old were you? I was like 16. Okay. Okay. 15, 16. Um, I was with my friends. We dressed up and we were at what the church. What was the attire? What is dressing up? Like dresses. Like dresses, oh, you okay. know? Okay. Were they white? Um, no, they weren't. You could choose what Horse. we were wearing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and we were pledging our faith. To, I'm not pledging our commitment to wait till marriage in front of God and in front of our family and our parents. And yeah. And then our wait, that is, your parents were there? Our parents gave us rings. For it, I yes. So was you yes. promising your parents not to basically, be a basically. <laughs> Look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> How does this serve? Oh my! And that's adults. why. And that's why I say it comes from pure that purity. And so, like, I agree. If you take the sex out of it, right? right? And I know it's a lot of the way that I move with sex comes from trauma. I still am working through that, but it's the emphasis on that, the sex part and not the fact that purity is the same has the same concept like if we're going to talk about that let's have the conversation about puberty what purity what do you think that tells me at 16 now i suck dick next the next year right or i have sex because i want to the following year now i feel like i've disappointed my dad my mom god now see they can't be a formula you know what my mom was the one who was handing me condoms and putting me on birth control and telling me to be open and like tell her what i need tell her if something goes wrong she never wanted me to end up in a scary situation she wanted me to be open right you did a true love waste ceremony and we sitting next to each other, bitch. So ain't no... Hello! Dr. Umar's wrong. <laughs> That's what I'm there talking There is no formula. You're born being a hoe. <laughs> well, there is a formula to whoredom. We just learned it. <laughs> and that's where intent... I feel like the intention aspect or what I feel like 28 plus I think that that, that should then be taught from the beginning. What? Like, intent. If yes. you're gonna have sex, what is the intent? Are you dating? Like, yes. the idea of dating even with intent. Mm. Like, I don't think that that's really put on because let's be very clear. Not everyone can just become our husbands. Out the Hell no. Table. Some of you are don't just know. We have to, to learn fuck. ourselves. There has to be intent as to why am I dating this person? It can't, it shouldn't be just to become a wife or just to be married. Mm-hmm. What is the intent? What do I want out of myself? All, just all the things. And this relationship. I don't, when people are like, oh, you just want this person. I'm Yes. Yeah, sometimes I, I have a man. friend who we like to go to the coffee shop and sometimes I have a friend that we have great sex together. And that's fine. Why does that matter? Sometimes I have people that I'm more romantic with. That's where I got to the polyamory thing. And it's like, I, I have these different types of relationships. And when I allow myself to have them, I feel really fulfilled. Mm. I don't understand the problem. Bitch, <laughs> 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 you love saying some shit. You love to be like, yeah, 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 Oh, me, yeah. Um, nah, the person behind you, girl. It's like, <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram at M-I-S-S-X-T-I-N-A-B, Miss Xtina Brown. Uh, you would put Xtina now that I learned about your some church shit. history. Is Xtina? Yes, girl. That's why Christina just... Aguilera took the Christ mm-hmm. out. You ain't need a shorten username that bad. 
Miss Lexina Villalaro sounded cute. Find me on Instagram and I have a link tree where you can find me at everywhere else. So. I love that, y'all. She's on TikTok. She's everywhere. As we said, make sure y'all go and get your tickets for our show in London. That's on May the 5th. But also, if you want more content, more episodes, we are revamping and fully giving y'all some dope-ass shit over on Patreon. So head on over to patreon.com backslash horrible decisions for more formulas to hoard them. Because uh, we some whores, but not really because I ain't having sex. Because niggas can't stay hard and kind. Have a attention. great night, Bye. day, everybody. Wait, Let's get out of day. here. Bye, guys. Yeah, ho.